Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, welcome back everyone. My name is Dr. TK and in today's video, I will be wrapping up the infertility journey story. And so um, today we're going to be talking about what was it like to become a mom over the age of 35? What type of balance or integration do you need in your household? And we're also going to be talking about communication in your home. So stay tuned. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant mental health business tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 plus years into building a multi six-figure mental health business. My goal is to remove the employee mindset and replace it with an abundant CEO mindset. We will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back. My name is Dr. TK, and so... If this is your first time tuning in to this series, what I would highly recommend before I get started is to make sure that you check out my channel and go back to part one. We'll actually put all of these in a beautiful playlist and I want you to watch number one through five so that you can be caught up on all the things that I've shared in terms of this journey Um, because you you can take on this information right now, but... Um, A lot of it may not make sense as I would like you to receive it in terms of the story plot line building up over time um, if you don't see the other pieces. And so we are on the final part of my infertility journey turned into surgery, turned into starting over, new marriage, bonus mom, over 35, and have my first son at 38. And so as of today, at the recording of this video, um, it's the beginning of December, and I have one biological child and one um, bonus child, both boys. um, Right now, they are four and 11 years of age. I love our family dynamic. The boys love one another. And in today's video, I really want to focus on about three main things. So the first thing I want to focus on is, is it balance or is it integration? 
The second thing I want to focus on is communication practices, especially when you bring a baby home and you're running a business at home. And then the third area that I want to focus on is how do I get stuff done, to be honest, you know, as it relates to being a wife, a mom and a business owner. And so um, number one, in terms of balance or integration, um, integration is more of the new hip word going around. Um, but a lot of people still use the word balance. And um, the first person who really introduced this concept in a different way to me was my bishop. And so a few years ago, he had said, um, what is true balance? And he showed a picture of a young man standing on a, a like a blow up ball. And it was kind of like that um, visual where a woman is expected to do all these things and she has like eight arms, right? So this guy had like multiple balls, like trying to juggle them in the air while he was standing on another one. And the truth of the matter is he was, his point was, will you ever find balance? And the more and more I researched it and just tapped into my own personal and business experience, the answer to that question is no, because there's no way that I can give equal parts of myself to every single piece. And so I started tapping more into what is work-life integration versus work-life balance. And everything really came to light um, and it made sense for me during 2020 because I believe that, especially in the business that I run in terms of coaching therapists, is that we had to take our business from mostly being in the office for majority of us to then doing strictly online. And then a lot of us chose to like build a therapist cave like myself, right? That's also my little studio, my TV show, where this is pretty much where we live outside of our house. And so you have to learn or we were forced to learn how to integrate our personal life upstairs or in another room with a child busting through the door while you're trying to do a session or you're hosting a workshop. At least that's my story, right? Playing and it sounds like they going to cave through the ceiling, right? All of that plus running a business in the office. And so when you really look at it, you are integrating different pieces of yourself to make yourself feel whole. I hope that that makes sense. And so one of the ways that I've been able to successfully integrate my personal life and my business life is by number two. And I'm sorry if I have a lisp. I just got these bottom braces on my mouth and I probably should have did a whole episode on that. But I got these bottom braces on my mouth and I also have like the wax because when I'm talking, especially when you first get them, they like scrape the inside of your mouth. And so I needed to get these videos done. So I may sound a little different. Some people don't even know I have braces unless you like extra zoom in on my mouth. And so anyways, sidebar, I digress is communication is vitally important, especially when you're running a house with little people in it and you run a business. So as I mentioned in one of the previous uh, videos, my husband started working in the business specifically for my group practice. Well, that's not where it stopped. He still works in the business. During 2020, I'ma call him the filler because we also didn't let anybody in our home, which meant that we were taking care of two kids, one kid full time, another kid 50% of the time. So that meant that we had to choose who was going to watch the kids during certain times of the day. Because if I am, I'm going to say the face of the business, meaning I'm the brand, I'm the one that shows up to the videos, to the podcast, to the live sessions, to the launches, to the live events virtually at that time. Um, that means that he will really have to take on the role of doing some of the, some of the things with the kids that I may want to do, but I have a choice. I either can not run my business, but then we ain't gonna have no money, 
<laughs> right? Um, so what I'm getting at is that we have to have conversations around how do we want to raise our children? How do we want our household to run? And more importantly for me, how do I want to show up in my business, right? So communication, I'm going to say one-on-one is don't tell your partner what needs to be done, but more importantly, talk to them about what do they see can help out with the family dynamics running the business, especially if the both of you work in the business and one of you is more of the visionary and the other one works in the business. It can become very complex. And so I made sure with communication in terms of scheduling, right? At one point we had to get on a schedule where for the most part we flip flop throughout the week um, with bath time, for example. So during 2020 and 2021, especially in 2020, I found myself being overly like burnt in terms of decision fatigue. So decision fatigue would be, I'm making all of these decisions in my business throughout the week, throughout the day. Then as soon as my workday is over, let's just say if I turned off the camera right now, I immediately go upstairs and I'm in my mode whether I want to or not, because my kids are like, mom, 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 you know, kind of thing. Even if he's just chilling, like my husband can literally be sitting on the couch right there next to the toddler and he'll still like be up under me. Mama's boy, right? I don't even like that term, but I'm just saying like, we're very close, me and my son. And so needless to say, I had to learn how to put in boundaries. And so one of the things that I asked of him, which meant that I needed to stick to my schedule as well is, hey, here's my schedule for each week. It fluctuates every other week, like in terms of my clients, but this is my schedule every two weeks. So can we on these weeks, can you give them a bath on these days? And I give them a bath on these days. And then some days, if I'm like doing a launch or something like that for a product, he may have to double up. And then sometimes even though I'm tired as heck, I may say, cause he'll see me tired. He like, you know, you want me to give him a bath? And I'm like, no, because I still want those moments as a mom. However, I will say to women, It's okay if you learn how to just fall back and say, no, I don't have the capacity, the mental capacity to do it. Because if you mess around and walk into bath time and the child is irritable or the child don't want to listen, now your temperament is also short and now you're snapping back at the kid. So I've had to recognize my own temperament, my own mood and recognize when I am just done. Like I need to go just sit in the bathtub myself and play like (laughs) with like my candles or something like that. And so bottom line is me and my husband communicated still to this day a lot about how we have to, during certain seasons, constantly shift the schedule, whether it's who helping, who's helping the kids with the homework, who's taking the kids outside. Primarily, I make the dinner. So that's one area that is not really negotiable unless I get a chef, which I'm working on that, or at least meal prep of some sort, right? But communicate with your partner. Um, Something else that um, came up in terms of planning my days, which is number three, is that I was over 38. I was 38 when I had my son, but even moving into today, I'm 42. No, I don't look it, right? (laughs) So (laughs) anyways, insider for myself. So um, I'm 42 years of age and I am mature and I know what I want. I know what my needs are. And so I know that I operate best with lists. Now, my husband doesn't do that. His list is up here to the point where sometimes I have to text him like, hey, this is what I need today, please, you know, kind of thing. And then he'll remember it. So for myself, I use Sundays typically as my planning day. Now, I usually will journal. I, from time to time, will get into these seasons where I'm going hard on my mini vision boards. If you haven't checked out my Canva tutorial on how to create a vision board or like a flip through on my planner, I would highly encourage you to do so. 
I'll see if we can link them up in the show notes, like the few videos that I do have walking you through how I plan out my week. But I feel like that keeps my sanity intact because again, trying to integrate motherhood, being a wife and running a million dollar now business with hundreds of clients and thousands of people on my email list, thousands of people in my Instagram with my DM, a couple of hundred people on my text list. I have a team, but I'm still the face of the company. So what I want to leave you with is something that someone introduced to me and I've introduced it to my community over and over again because it really just sunk in um, for me how to determine how I want to move in my life and in my business to be abundant. So in terms of how you see your time. I want you to imagine a box, right? And if I could draw it out, I would, but I wish I could like link on my iPad so you can see it right now. So imagine a box. I'm going to draw, I'm going to draw two different versions of a box. So one box is big and the stick figure represents you, right? So in this first box, there's a big empty box and then there's a little box in the corner and the little box is you, right? The bigger part of the box represents your business, right? So my question to you is, would you like to have a life where your life is driven and predicted based on your business, meaning your business runs your life, your business runs your schedule, right? And some of you may be thinking, well, yeah, that's the way it goes. Like my business is going to keep my, my life afloat. But I want you to look at drawing B, the invisible drawing. Another box, but this time the stick figure is in the big piece of the box And then the small box on the bottom is where um, your business is. Now, the small box doesn't represent the amount of money that you make in your business and the impact, but it does represent that you dictate what your business is going to do for you and how you're going to show up for your business. So for example, in the beginning phases of growing a business, especially think about it of having multiple roles, being a mom, a dad, a caregiver, and all these other roles and hats that we wear throughout the day is that I know in the beginning for me, I was more in hustle mode, right? So I was in a small box and I was taking anything I can get. I was taking even any clients that I can get. Right. And over time, I realized that that's not the life that I want to live because I want to dictate my schedule. I want to dictate my revenue. And if I'm not making enough money based on the schedule that I want, then first of all, I need to check my prices because odds are if you're in the beginning phases of your business, you are undercharging based off your value. Sometimes we don't understand our value until you start getting clients or consumers or customers or units sold of a physical product for you to recognize like, yo, I got some good stuff. Sometimes we got to sell it and people got to pay for it and give us feedback in order for us to understand our value. So I had knew being in the business game for now over 10 plus years, even beyond private practice and various streams of income that have nothing to do with therapy, that I knew that I showed up all the way for any community that I served, right? So with that said, I recognize that in order for me to live the true abundant lifestyle that I want to live, I have to flip the box. I have to live according to box B, meaning there will be certain seasons where I'm going to have to sacrifice maybe even a revenue goal if I want to live my life a certain way. And that's a hard pill to swallow. So for example, let's just say if you want to earn $100,000 or more than that, $500,000, well, how do you have to show up in your business and in your mindset and in your personal life to make that amount of money? 
How many items or services do you need to offer in sale? Right. And if you feel like that's not enough and you need to flip the box, then that means that your business is dictating how your life runs. Your business dictates when and where you can go on vacation. You may say I'm going on vacation, but you can only skip and hop to Vegas because it's a three or four hour drive from California. If that's where you live, you can only stay in Vegas for two hours because you got to get home. Right. So start to think about how do I want to position my life to operate around like my business, meaning I set up my business to help me be more abundant. And by far, I believe that because I chose to go in the order that I did, even though it didn't happen in the way that I would have liked, but I'm glad that it happened because I learned from everything that happened for me, not even to me. So watch your language, right? I recognize that throughout this process, it's made me more mature, emotionally mature, thought processes mature. And I've also been able to share the knowledge that I have, even with my husband, even with our children, right? With how we communicate to them emotionally and all. And so becoming a mom over 35 positioned me with a level of maturity that I firmly believe I was not ready for when I originally wanted a child at 25. Okay, so I hope that I'm speaking to someone with it's not happening in the time that you wanted to. It's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. You do what you're supposed to do. So, for example, if you need to get your health in order, get your health in order, ask yourself, scan your surroundings. What needs to be in order even in my home, my apartment, my condo, wherever you stay for a child to even be present? Are you even in a relationship if you don't want to get married? Is your value to get married before you have a child? Do you even want to have a child with a person that you're with? Because remember, they're going to be connected to your life forever, not just no more to 18 because these kids stand in your house to like 30 because of inflation and how much it costs to get out on their own. <laughs> okay. Including how much it costs to go to college if that's what they choose. And so I want you to make good decisions related to what comes next for you. If you've enjoyed this video, please make sure to subscribe to my channel. Give it a thumbs up. Um, stay connected. Let me know what was your biggest takeaway um, in the comment box. Again, if you just happen to stumble across this video, but you want to catch the whole infertility, surgery, wedding, blended family, a little bit about the blended family um, story in this six-part series, then definitely check out the whole playlist because by now we can actually have a playlist. Um, but I really hope that you've enjoyed this. Now, also let me know, this is something that I always poll my audience on. Let me know if you want to hear about how to navigate through the chaos of blended families. Um, now, let me be clear. I will not be sharing all the deets of the chaos, but I will be sharing how to maneuver through the chaos. So whether you're a man or a woman dealing with the chaos of a blended family, whether you're the bonus parent or the biological parent, I would be happy to curate some content for you. Because what I will say is that the psychologist part of me has helped your girl <laughs> stay sane, okay? <laughs> so I will see y'all in the next video. Thank you so much for tuning into the series. Love y'all, bye. 
listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com.